Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse. We dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I am your host, Matt, and this week with me, I have Paolo. I graduated 20 years ago, guys. <laughs> I have Edward. Oh, hello. And I have Mike. Hello. Speaking of graduations, Paolo. Where's this going? We're going to talk about a comic book that stars... A kid in high school, or at least he starts in high school in the beginning of the comic book. What? I, and it was recently adapted into a animated series off of Amazon. And not only that, though, it is neither a Marvel nor a DC production. Ooh. What is it? Have you heard of The Walking Dead? Oh, God, I hate you so much. No, no, it's not. It's, it's the same guy who did The Walking Dead, though. <laughs> Battle Pope. Paolo, you have to keep going with it. No, Matt, Wait, I have he, not he heard of The Walking Battle Dead. Pope, though, he did right? Battle Pope, yes. What is The Walking Dead? Please explain. Uh, so, what yes. is the, the after show, Talking Dead, starring Chris Hardwick? I don't know. I watched the first season of that and I tuned out. But, same. Yes. Rob Kirkman, his universe most universally praised comic book, I want to say, uh, Invincible, has been adapted, and it stars uh, uh, J. Jonah Jameson as uh, the main character's father. Omni-Man. There's a lot. that Okay, so I have to say. There's a lot in, to unpack. Yeah. Invincible. Invincible. Invincible? Invincible. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Invincible mm -hmm. is a stack cast like go the, on the the cast of the voice the voice actors on this show is pretty ridiculous if you ask me agree um essentially the show uh premiered at time of recording about three weeks ago four Sounds weeks ago um we're we're about halfway through the first season right now and as and honestly I personally feel Amazon has not done enough to promote this show. Agreed. Because oh. uh, it's definitely under the radar. You would think that like with the, uh, I guess, critical acclaim of The Walking Dead and how popular that show is slash was slash whatever, mm -hmm. um, they would have been like, hey, it's The Walking Dead guy. And here, here's a cartoon by The Walking Dead guy. I mean, don't you love The Walking Dead? It's a bit Watch of a hard, show. It's a bit of a hard sell, though, because The, the Walking Dead was kind of um, uh, it, it's although it did start off as a comic book, it has a very wide appeal to non-comic book people. And like, for, for example, I was telling my wife about Invincible and how good of a comic book it was. She goes, "Okay, what's the twist on Justice League this time around?" I'm like, uh, uh, "It's like, mm. it's like, it's like, is it is this one where you know so and so goes bad? Does somebody betray them? What what happens this time?" I'm like. Well, it's uh, not. Ex it's not exactly the Justice League, but yeah, she's not wrong. She's I not. Mean, she's not wrong. I. I, I hate it that she's kind of right, and it, it kind of is. If you look at it at the surface level, it is kind of that old. Well, here's an independent comic where we're going to, you know, have a overpowered character that does something a little bit outside of the norm. So, like at the surface layer it doesn't sound that exciting but like i started reading the comic around the time they intro they announced the cartoon and i haven't been able to put it down it is fantastic i mean i i would argue that that's only a portion of the story yeah the the, the synopsis i mean 
that I would give for other people that haven't read this is definitely like, what if Superman or what, what if a Superman type had a kid and that kid's in high school? Um, but the Justice League is also like, I can't believe it's not the Justice League is definitely there. I can't yeah. believe it's not the Justice League. I can't believe it's not the Teen <laughs> Titans. They're all there. Well, no, it's, that's, it's a that's, pastiche. Yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. I definitely will will agree with that. But I feel like that's something less of the book. So, if I'm honest, so the the original comic kind of comes off in a way as parodying the idea of what a superhero comic is. Um, I, I not parodying in like a haha funny way. Let me make fun of it, but parodying. <laughs> A lot of the the tonal the tonal parts of what the big the big comic ones or the big the big the big two are doing essentially what Marvel and DC are doing you know the whole super teams uh, heroes all over the world um, you know the big the 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 one Superman like figure uh, for for both of the for both for both the big the big two um, it it takes on those premises and it kind of parries them in a slightly way. Um, but it turns into something completely different. Yeah, I, I also I don't know if parody is the right word, but I definitely would say like it's it's taking those tropes and almost dealing with it a little more uh, serious isn't the right word, but maybe realistic is a bit better. I it's mean, a, that, it's a bit more realistic than a Marvel or DC. I mean, those people die. Oh, yeah. I mean, like that. That's <laughs> that. That's the hard part I'm having with the comic book is, is that it does comedy and serious storytelling. It does both so well at the same time it's it's as much of a comedy as it is a serious drama yeah i mean i would even add that it touches on some kind of some very serious topics um in in some of the later issues you know it deals with um you know some some more mature content that you don't get too much in your standard comic fare from the big two um, there's a specific part that I'm referring to that I don't want to really give spoilers because I feel like it would spoil a lot of the comic itself. I mean, um, but that scene is very graphic. I, I mean, that's, yeah, that's can... a that's a big problem with this series because the main twist that really kicks things off it, it happens pretty quickly in in the in the comics. So like, I'm I'm hesitant to talk about it. Or else people may not want to read it, you know? Well, the show the show definitely does a better job of introducing the the mystery of that uh, mm. as as why it's happening as opposed to, oh, my God, what just happened? Um, so, you know, it's not so big of spoilers if we if we give it away. But I think if we're going to discuss the premise of this, I think the best way to describe it is exactly what Ed said. Just, you know, tell a person, hey. So this comic is the actual um, story of Superman's son as he grows up without his father. So um, Superman returns. <laughs> <laughs> well, after he's in high school already. And that's the other thing. So he knows. The other thing is this kid knows that his dad is the, you know, the Superman-ish equivalent. And, you know, for the purposes of the story, we're going to say it's Omni-Man. You know, Omni Man yeah. is the is the J.K. The, he's played by J.K. Simmons in the um, in the show and the cartoon, um, which is a fantastic casting because I swear to God, I just see him like it's when I was so reading good. the comic, I just <laughs> like heard him speaking. Um, and just and to kind of go back to that that little bit that I said about this this show just being stacked with voice actors, 
Um, you got Sandra O oh from um, mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy as yep. as his mm-hmm. mom. Mark Grace is being played by Stephen Yun, who, if you recall, was um, one of the more likable characters in The Walking Dead. Yeah. The Walking uh, Dead. What's that? Yeah, he was. <laughs> J.K. Simmons obviously playing <laughs> playing Nolan Grayson slash Omni Man. You see, it worse they got <laughs> it worse they got J.K. Simmons playing it because Omni Man doesn't wear a mask. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zazie Beats is in this show. Um, Love her. She got, plays Amber, right? Yeah, she plays Amber. Uh, Jillian Jacobs from Community plays Adam Eve. Uh, Jason Menzakis, the crazy uh, the man who just plays crazy eyes, playing uh, Rex Explosion. That's great. Oh, Rob, sorry, that's, a, that's a good fit. That's a good fit. Uh, Zachary Quinto, uh, you know, everyone's favorite Spock, especially Ed's favorite Spock, is playing robot. See, I'm, uh, I'm just sad that, like, like I'm glad that uh, Zachary Quinto got a gig. I'm just sad that they uh, they didn't cast his eyebrows. <laughs> How do you yeah. know they didn't? Season two. Let's go. You know, you know I, lo- I, I love the fact that he's now being known as Spock and not what's his face from Heroes. Uh, Siler. Siler. Yes. Oh, I'm just. Hey, I'm, I'm also glad pull. that he's not the right. <laughs> remember that show? Nobody does. Uh, I do actually. Heroes, Ed. What's I remember that? Heroes. I remember. <laughs> uh, season three was written by uh, our 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 boy uh, J. Michael Straczynski. No, what I thought the? he wrote uh, the first two seasons, didn't he? No, or was that no, Tom no. Good? You know what? I'm thinking. I'm sorry. Uh, season three was written by our boy Jeff Loeb. Excuse me. Can oh, he not that, be our boy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. What kills me is Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb is either he's either amazing or, or he's he not. is he is or he's hero season three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh my god! But no, so that that show itself is interesting. Heroes. Going back, thinking about it, but I'm not going to go back and think about <laughs> that because we're talking about Invincible. I'm just saying, is that the robot was is definitely one of my more favorite characters in the comics. So oh, he's hearing great. him, oh, yeah, robot's him, so good. Yeah, so hearing he's played by Spock, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> uh, honestly, I thought there was a. I thought uh, so far every single character has been fantastic casting. Now, obviously, if you are a fan of the comic Invincible, you will notice that there are some changes from the. Uh, comic to the translation to the small screen uh, on on the episodes. Uh, so, for example, the storyline with the exploding high schoolers has been removed. I didn't um, even remember that. So you brought it up, and then you brought yeah, it up, really, and I was like, "Wow, that's yeah." I yeah, about like, that. how would you how would you do that though? Like, how how would you train? I mean, like, I guess you would, could just translate it one to one, but like, oof, that's a touchy subject. I. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> like I said, so that's that's something that like I I I bring up and and I I mentioned because a lot of what happens in Invincible when I've gone back to re, re to reread this just because like I said it's been I I wanted to give myself just like a deep dive into this. I remember when I was reading the comic for the longest time, I could not stop talking about it. Everything about this comic was so good. Oh, everything, everything, yeah. every t- every issue would come out, and I'd just be like, I would throw the comic at the end and just be like, Why? <laughs> I think I read your copies, Paolo. Like, I think that's how I read this. <laughs> yeah, because he was I throwing them, he... like, he was throwing them across the room, and you were like catching them in the comments, right? You're like, I, I, I have... what this is. 
I have so many paper cuts. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and I do want to say that like you ending it being like why and just like wanting more. Mm -hmm. uh, I did read. Mo I read a good chunk of this run like in its entirety. Like I had it all in front of me. Uh, and where my criticism of Robert Kirkman as a writer, where like he writes something interesting at like the first couple pages, like the first page or two, to get you interested. And then kind of has like a bunch of like fun dialogue to kind of keep you going and then ends the book on a cliffhanger. See you next month is infuriating on a month to month basis or if, like you're watching is... The Walking Dead. Yes. It's infuriating on a yes. week to week basis. But when What's you have that, that book <laughs> in front of you and you, you like you've got all 100 plus issues like available to read, you're going to like you, you might finish that entire run in a night. Like, oh, you, I have. It's hard to put down. No, my my library, uh, they have the the full volumes. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, they, they 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 give you the volumes. Each one of these things is like uh, 200 and something pages long. I I can chew through one of these in the night. They're so good. Wow. There are 144 issues of Invincible, and I think I stopped around the 100 mark. So you never so you never finished the whole thing. Uh, without spoiling anything, I got a couple issues into the. How can I put this without spoiling anything? Um, I mean, and I, I do want to jump into spoilers for the comic and the the show um, after the break. But uh, when there's a perspective change, I'll put it that way. Does that make sense to you? I want to say yes. I think I remember what part you're talking about. I'm only in issue, issue like 35 or something. So you like haven't finished it either. No. And have you? Did you finish it, Mike? I think I'm in the same boat as Ed. I got to like issue 100 or so, and this was it was still coming out. I'm like, yeah, I'll just wait till it all comes out and read it. Yep. And here we are. That's exactly yeah. what happened to me. Yeah, that's yeah. so. I'm the only person who's actually finished it. We bow down to your supreme nerdum. I, I am Apollo. okay. I am not. I am not screaming <laughs> that, that from the from the highest mountaintops. If I'm honest with you, but I will say it gave me an incredibly satisfying ending. Oh, it's great. I'm very happy with the way things ended in the story. It brings everything full circle. That is great. They're able to throw the ring into the volcano, and then they have a nice session the next morning. There is definitely not a 13 <laughs> ending Lord of the Rings um, oh, version to that. It just, it just, it literally gives us the final issue and then ends. The final issue is really where it like kind of wraps things up really nice. Gotcha, gotcha. But both right. endings were still written by Peter Jackson, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's funny because I know a lot of people. I'm, I'm checking something. But yeah, I know a lot of people kind of crap on Kirkman because of what we were saying before about The Walking Dead. And I feel like the television show has kind of done a lot to also sully his name. Because that television show has been going on for way too fucking long. Well, uh, the other problem with the television show that that has been mandated by AMC. Um, yeah, Kirkman I, has had little little to do with that show since season one. Ah, uh, oh. okay, okay. Yeah, and not not only that, but he and Frank Darabond, who was the showrunner for I think the first one or two or three seasons, mm -hmm. uh, I want to say like that became a whole big drama thing. Um. For for the Walking Dead TV show, yeah, when Frank Darabont left as the showrunner, um, mm -hmm. and then Rob Kirkman, his involvement was very very limited to it, um, you know. But thankfully, you know, Rob Kirkman's doing it this time with Seth Rogen. So, what a combo! Yeah, what's what's fun too is uh, Seth Rogen and uh, his producing partner, writing partner uh, Evan Goldberg, I think is his name. 
Yeah, I think that's uh, right. They also were the ones that did the treatment on the live action preacher show, which if you guys haven't seen that, it's good. It's not incredible. Like it's it's not like a, a, a must sit down and watch all four seasons this weekend. I mean, uh, I, I it has Gar- <laughs> it get Garth Enos attached to it, so I don't want to watch it. Is it pronounced Enos? I thought it was Ennis. Are you we've just trying to get through, the rhyme with penis? Like, have we done this? Is this a bit we've this, this before? This is a bit we've done every time we talk about it. Uh, we should definitely add tweet friend of the show, uh, Jim Lee, and see what he has to say. Oh, yeah, we should ask him. Yeah, you guys gave me another shit because I used to pronounce Neil Gaiman as Neil Gaiman for the longest time. It's definitely Gaiman. Neil Baca Gaijin. It's <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite author. <laughs> It's like, just, it's like one of my Japanese animes. Oh no, Sandman Chan. <laughs> I would read that. Like, unironically, I would read the hell out of that. Uh, Could you what, imagine a, a Japanese anime treatment of Sandman? Uh, please, Mor- I would. Morpheus Sama San Chan, please. I, you give us the right studio, it could work. Oh hell yeah. Oh, give us the right studio. What? What tropes are we are we using with that? I you know what I don't want to lose track of what we're actually talking about. <laughs> I, I don't definitely want Sa- I definitely want Sandman as a uh, an, an isekai anime, please. Okay, okay, the, the, okay. The worst way you could do it, the worst fucking way you could do it is go back to the year two thousand and three and have Gonzo do it. There we go. All right, Gonzo oh, the Muppet making anime. Gonzo the Muppet making anime with his chickens. He has a whole team of writers and animators. <laughs> Um, oh my god Ugh. who's the who's the artist that does uh the animator that, does, that did redline oh i don't know oh redline's beautiful name. redline's really good yeah that guy get that guy get that get guy that to animate guy. everything i thought the soundtrack is even better than the art in redline like get him get him to do the the, the animation uh get get that guy to do batman long halloween <laughs> get that guy to do uh marvel Civil War, just do do or do, do, do Civil War two. Why not? Let's do that. Yeah, why not? So let's 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 just remake Invincible, even though it's still out. Just, Wait, just, didn't, just have we him get, do it. didn't we get an, a, a Civil War two? Have him do uh, what in, in the comics? <laughs> an, an, an yeah, anime. the comics. I yeah, we did. we did. We did an, an anime adaptation of Forrest Gump. Yeah, have him do the anime okay. adaptation of Forrest Gump. Please, I am so here for it. I need <laughs> anime Tom Hanks. You don't know. You don't understand. <laughs> it comes full circle. <laughs> my god we we are so off track we need to go on break walking dead what's that <laughs> are we we'll back, back on track I've, i would this has never been described to me hello faithful listeners matt here telling you that we have a new sponsor here tonight it is that new favorite popular turn-based mobile rpg mobile game uh, what's the name of it right here? Blue Apron. That's my favorite food delivery service. No, no, Matt, Matt, we're not, we're not sponsored. We're not sponsored. I did, I ordered a fork for Blue Apron, and I got there in two weeks. No, no, no. Look at it right here in the subject line. It says Blue Apron sponsorship. Now, BlueApron.com was the only place I was able to get elk soup from Canada to New Jersey. Did you open the attachments? You gotta make sure you read the attachments. Oh, you shouldn't mention the elk farm. We got. I don't know. This attachment just tells me something about Adobe Acrobat. The people at BlueApron.com will kill kill, 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 a lion on live stream at BlueApron.com. That's because you didn't update your Adobe Acrobat and now it's end of life and you can't read the PDF. And no one seems to care that they killed that lion. Blue Apron is. You can't be stopped. How in the heck am I supposed to read it? Apparently, Adobe killed uh, Acrobat support in last year. The people that are on Blue Apron are absolute madmen. You're actually just talking about Flash. Acrobat's fine, you just have to update it. You heard that right. John Hamm is the CEO 
No, didn't Warren Ellis bring back Flash? <laughs> Your dinner will be done in a flash. No, 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 no. We're not sponsored. I, I read through the email. We're not sponsored. Zoom, zoom, oh, there goes Molly West with my dinner. No, no, no. But, but, so are we sponsored by Adobe now? No, man, we're not sponsored. What the sponsored. hell is an Adobe? Isn't that at the bottom of the Alamo? Blueprint.com <sighs> was going to send me a bunch of Adobe. Yeah, I was going to be up to my elbows in cow's milk. Paula, don't you know what Adobe is? Just, just, cuts a break. Cuts a break. All right, and we are back. All right, so we've been talking about Invincible, and I think it's time we have to spoil the big twist at the end of the first episode and within like the first five or six comics. Spoilers from here on out. Spoilers. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Plug your ears, huge. run away. Omni like Man's a bad guy. Well. Wow. <laughs> well, that was quick. That's subjective. <laughs> <laughs> okay, spoilers over. Everyone come back. Hey. <laughs> I mean, no. no. Uh, okay, so I gotta give it to Ed. That is subjective. Um Yes, but uh, we're doing some perspective of what? Probably the first three episodes of the Amazon series where it is right now. Where basically I mean, he starts throwing fists with his own son and he beats the shit out of him. He goes, look, I'm from another planet. I'm here to invade Earth. I'll be back. I don't think that's happened in the show yet. It has not happened in the show yet. Well, it happened in the comics. Hey. Yes. Well, so, um, so I, man, the uh, go, actually, no, go ahead. No, uh, no, go ahead. Ed. I, no, I feel like you. So. All right. Essentially, and we get this. We we see that we. They're doing a really good job in the TV show to kind of see where this is going to be a problem down the road. In the beginning of the first episode, the Guardians of the Globe, which are the Justice League Avengers amalgam that they discuss in the definitely um, the, uh, the 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 Diet Justice League, the, yeah. the Dollar General version of the Avengers as well. Um, essentially, <laughs> they are when I say they're murdered. That's when I say they are, that is that is they are they are murderated like they um this one dude gets his skull caved in like okay if you've ever seen superman punch somebody and imagine what it would be like if he went all out and punched somebody and just a regular dude yeah okay, okay. i saw that clip on youtube of of that fight i don't remember it being that over the top in the comic books that's because it's not in motion in the comics. Yeah. So like I I watched the I, I had been kind of hyping the show up a little bit. Like I, I was interested in watching it, and my me and my uh, the love of my life have been watching it. Uh, she actually noped out after that fight scene. That's because she doesn't do gore. Well, right, but it's super violent. I mean, one thing that the show does really neat, like there was a lot of music, right? There's a lot of musical cues. There's a lot of like licensed music in the background, like really cool like flying scenes and all that jazz. Mm -hmm. There is no sound to be heard except for like the squelching and like oh my god yeah those are that it does a really good sound design of just hearing just the the brutality of that fight like to say that omni-man like beats these like like, to say omni-man beats the uh, guardians of the globe the global guardians like uh luke cage or like like like, uh uh, dr doom owes, owes luke cage money 
is an understatement. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like an understatement because yeah. The 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 beat so and this and the the good part about also with this fight is it's it it seems very one-sided and it is very it one-sided. Is. But the Guardians of the Globe also get their licks in on Omni-Man mm. and the oh, fight yeah. is it's not like it's just a complete it, it, well, okay, no. It is a complete decimation. But at the same time, you see how hard he has to work to get this this what he did yeah so it leaves you kind of thinking like well what the fuck just happened because it comes out of nowhere and then you have questions that you ask yourself through every single episode afterwards like why is this happening why did he do this why did this happen and it's building up to something that will eventually explode and that will be a big turning point for Mark Grayson slash Invincible, who is the main character of the story. Um, that's essentially, essentially, you have to realize something. You're getting his backstory, and his backstory is part of everything that's happening right now. Mm-hmm. So, and then that's part of the reason why, like, I feel like it, it undersells the show to say that, you know, the big spoiler is, you know, the situation with his with his father and what his father does it's more of, you know, this is the backstory. His actual story starts after the what ha- what happens with his father. Yeah, like pretty much. What, like, what happens if the the Justice League or Avengers like they get killed and then uh, that world Superman's now out of commission? Like other people, like other heroes, now have to step up and take their place. Right. But like, but and like the government was also kind of like more or less funding them. Um, like they know that these other people aren't ready. You know what I'm saying? Essentially, yeah. There's I mean, a you giant to... void. There's a giant void that's filled, and these people that aren't ready to take up that like that role have to. And a lot of them are young. Yeah, a lot of them are teenagers. A lot of them are, you know, they 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 touch on the fact that this is um, a world of superheroes. There are quite a few superheroes. Some of them are affiliated with the government. Others are not. Um, the white, like they make it look like the white house gets attacked every other, every other week. I do love the, uh, all of the, like, uh, not Gatling guns, but they have like, like all, just all those guns set up on the, uh, the on house. the roof of the white house. Yeah. 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 They, 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 yeah. They just have a bunch of like, like sentry guns just set up, just like waiting for, you know, something to show up and attack it. So That's like, this, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I'm saying, yeah, that's the other funny thing, too, is that the the things that uh, Mark always gets called in to do for the government, some of them are just flat out hilarious. Yeah, exactly. But, like, for any other comic book character, it would have been like, you know, like, oh, this is a serious fight. He's, most of the time he shrugs it off. Like, like for example, in the comics, at one point, you see Omni-Man gets sucked into, like, an alternate dimension, and he's gone for two weeks, and everyone's like, oh, he'll, he'll be back, no problem. And he just shows up <laughs> to dinner one night. Because, yeah, yeah, I had to take over the entire kingdom over there. You know, they made me their king. I'm back. Sorry. What's for, di- <laughs> what's for dinner, wife? You know? Oh, what's even crazier is when they show you what he actually did. Oh, my God. Like, if you've ever seen, like, if you've really, you ever had that thought of, like, oh, I wonder what would happen if Superman let loose. Yeah. He just, like, literally just destroys the entire planet. Like, yeah. flies through, like, flies through the capital, blows everything up, like, kills all of their, like, everything. Like, everything I'm saying is an understatement. Like, oh, no. I'm, I'm kind of glad that the cartoon is being as over the top of the gore because the comic book really was too. Oh yeah. And, but do you want me to tell you something? Like, I feel like that fight was really the only fight that was particularly gory. The rest of the fights have been, I wouldn't say tame, but they are not as gory as you might think. 
well, in the I comic mean, or in the show? In the show, in the uh, comic, so, they get gruesome. Well, because the so, funny, the funniest <laughs> part about the comic book, like normally, if it was that gory of any other comic book, I would be like, okay, this is just stupid. But somehow, because the tone in that comic is kind of all over the place in a good, the gore just kind of comes off as comedic. Well, yeah, like Seth, Seth Rogen, I think is perfect for uh violent comics like that or like, like, like the violent like edgier comics because uh same thing happens in preacher right there's there's because it, it's a garthenish joint um so it's just like super violent for the the sake of being super violent but the the way it's it's played up in the show is is almost comedic right right like, there's, there's, like the no, evil dead or evil dead 2 like the gore or more like evil dead 2 the gore is a punchline rather than supposed to, well it's shocking but it's also a punchline well, I, yeah. I have to so i have to give props to the artist who takes over after issue number eight of Invincible. Um, so essentially the book starts off being co-created by Rob Kirkman and the artist is uh, Corey Walker. Um, I forget what was the reason that he took over, um, but it, it, Ryan Otley is the new artist on Invincible after issue eight. Um, essentially just he works on it for the next 14 years and he's the art he's the artist for like 127 issues just him and he's the person that we really have to give credit to for the gore of a lot of those fights not looking just like they look gross but they're not like gross where i like i want to vomit they look gross like jesus christ this is brutal as hell give right. me more <laughs> oh, calling for blood sport over here. Right? I don't know. I I feel like the cartoon does do a good job of um representing that. Like, it, but it's subtle. Um, you know, un un unless we're talking about like the Omni Man versus Global Guardians fight scene, where like he literally chops Immortal Man's head off with it just a with, with like a, like an old school like karate chop. Like just take the dude's cl head clean off. Just, oh my god, that gone. was so good. And like you just hear a thud, like a wet thud, like through his neck, and then just. Of like the head hitting the floor it's gross um but there's like these like giant sweeping fight scenes where like uh triplicate who's able to um i guess essentially make clones of herself oh uh, duplicate yeah yeah like she, she's, she's able to make like like duplicates of herself as she's moving mm. um so she's doing that as she's evading and they're just like like they're getting shot down like they are just murdering these these duplicates like as they're popping out or as they're being created in these horribly violent ways. But because she's moving and they're, the camera's more fixed on her, it's almost an afterthought. Yeah, it's a very subtle. I, I aside from that fight, every other bit of gore that we see in in the in the show is subtle. Um, I don't know how that will translate to later, and I hope later seasons because let's be honest. If there, so this show's only getting eight. This show's only getting eight initial episodes with the first season. Oh wow! So, oh, wow. so it may only cover up until um, essentially the big kind of moment that really sets the story off. I so, mean, do we want to spoil that? I, I I almost want to, but I feel like it's not. I don't because that's probably going to be the last episode of the season. I don't know because that's been in like the so the aftermath of that fight has been in the trailer and uh, a lot of the promotional art. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Where um, Mark's like Mark's laying there with his, his mask all like half ripped up and like his right. suit's all in distress and he's let's, all bloody. Let's let's another spoiler warning. Talk about Apollo. Go. Spoilers. Fingers in your ears. La 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 la. So we come to find out the truth of who the Velutramites are. 
So the Velutramites are the race of people that Omni Man is from. He they're, they're totally not um super, Kryptonians and uh Saiyans, and Saiyans put, together. put together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, essentially, they that's the description is exactly that. It's they're exactly super what they are. they're super powered uh humanoid humanoid people um who are who go to separate planets to take them over and essentially prepare them to be part of the Velutramite Empire. And essentially, every time they get into a fight, they come back and get hurt. They come back stronger. Um, and that is the purpose of what uh, Omni-Man uh, was supposed to come to Earth was to essentially take it over, get it ready for to, to take to, to be like conquered by the Velutramites. He was supposed to have done it by himself, but he had a family, had a son uh, wasn't sure if his son was going to get powers, had to see if, you know, they, uh, the, you know, the breeding program to add new Velutramites, you know, by essentially breeding with the the native race of the uh, people of the planet they're conquering uh, was going to work. And when Mark gets his powers, it kind of sets into motion what he has to do afterwards, um, whether he likes it or not. And the whole purpose is that he wants Mark to eventually join him. But Mark, having been raised with the idea of what a hero is supposed to be because of his father, chooses not to. Yeah, they really do a good job, too, of building up Omni-Man as, like, like the Superman type. Yeah, the Superman like, archetype. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're, like, the, the world's happy that he's there to save them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and something that, happens, they're like, oh, thank God Omni-Man's here to save us. Not just right. that, but also they do do a really good job of Mark... Um, in the, the character Invincible, caring about his father and believing in what his father is doing. Oh yeah. So I mean, there's when, tons of scenes. Uh, sorry, I was gonna say there's tons of scenes too. Even after they like, you know, Omni Man murders the Global Guardians, he's still a family man. He he might be a little more like cold and like <laughs> he's he's acting at least towards his wife that there's something like he he's he's a lot snippier, right? Um, but he's still a family man. He still loves his family. And they really go out of their way to show that. Yeah. No, it's really good. And that that just kind of leads into the emotional moment of what ends up happening, which is essentially a fight between Omni-Man and Invincible, um, which is just probably one of the most brutal fights on that show. For just, sure. Definitely. The, the comic, the comic, I remember after reading that, mm -hmm. I just like, I was just like, I need so much more of this. Thankfully, I started reading after a whole bunch of issues were already out. So I could just just keep inhaling. But then I caught up and I had to <laughs> wait for the monthly. And I was just like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I mean, what, what I think is funny is that, uh, Apollo, I think you, I, and uh, a mutual friend had been talking um, years ago. Like, oh, like I, I wish this would have gotten like an adult swim, like weekly series. Oh, my God. Yes. And we're finally but, getting it, too, without even realizing it. Yep, it's, it's it's we're pretty much getting you know what we've been asking for. I love this story. Um, I love this story from beginning to end. It touches on so much stuff. If you feel the need to read it before watching the show, do it. Um, if you want to watch the <laughs> show first and then go and read it, also that do too. it. Also do that. Just whatever you can do to ingest more of this story. Even though I like to be honest, like I rag on Kirkman for so much of the stuff that he writes just being bad. This is one of those things that I just as a person 
cannot help but recommend to like everyone that I have talked to about comic books. Yeah, it's it's funny because Matt, I feel like you being like, oh, people rag on Kirkman, and I, I don't think it's a lot of people. I think it's just yeah. like I think it's just Paulo and then me being like, but Kirkman writes like this. <laughs> Well, yeah. also because I hate the freaking Walking Dead, man. I was about I just, to say, like, I, yeah, the Walking Dead has become like literally a walking corpse at this point. I mean, it's, like, it's over. It's show. finished in the comics, too. Oh, like, it's the been comics finished in the two, comics. Yeah, it's been finished in the comics. But they're still I, making episodes of I it, read though. the last issue. Was you didn't any miss good? anything. <laughs> oh. And, like, I feel like, I feel like, uh, listen, I feel Palmer. like that's that's a hot take. I feel like if if people listen to what I just said... And there is an outcry. I'll fight all of you. Don't because this is the hill I'm dying on. <laughs> I'll fight every last person. Don't come out. Fight Paul. our listeners, Paolo. Don't our listeners. Uh, or you know, uh, everybody can line up and uh, Paulo pop his mouthpiece in. You can you can cage fight him on a Saturday night. <laughs> He'll do it. Um, listen, I, listen. At the end of the day, I'm happy to discuss like the 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 the, the comment. The, discuss this with you. In the comments, I'm happy oh. to discuss you discuss this with you anywhere you want. Um, Specifically in an octagon. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, not for nothing. I thought you'd be like, I'm happy to discuss this with you with my fists. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> listen. I don't want to fight people, man. I I'm yeah, you're I'm right. So you're much... gonna dual wield. <laughs> I don't want to fight people. I'm just gonna insult <laughs> their mothers for disagreeing with my taste in comics. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. All right. High school Paulo absolutely would have done all of these things, including the dual wielding bit. <laughs> you graduated 20 years ago. But I graduated 20 years ago, man. I don't do that anymore. I'm a different person now. It's called character uh, growth. It's great. <laughs> what an arc, Paulo. What an arc. Oh, man. Oh, but no, yeah, listen. Go watch Invincible. I know it feels like it's it's a shame to be like at doing advertisement for like an Amazon show. Yeah, for, for, yeah, for, for <laughs> yeah. Jeff Bezos giving Jeff Bezos more money. Um, quite frankly, I don't think he needs any more. But Invincible, yeah, good. that's putting it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> It'll trickle down. Don't worry. <laughs> Listen, Invincible's real good. Like it is. I, I just. I will watch it. I will continue to watch it. I will firmly support the show. The show's great. Listen, uh, yeah, it's real good, but like, I wouldn't be mad if I got some of that Jeff Bezos money, you know? <laughs> Notice me, Jeff Bezos, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Senpai. Whatever the fuck it is. I like I like Bezos, Chad. <laughs> Amazon Sama, please. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't. I can't. Uh, but the show's real good. That Again, show's great. The uh, comic's the great. Comic is real good. Comic is gory. Um, but it's it's a solid story, and it's one of those comics that, like, I again, I will say this: this ending is incredibly satisfying. It really, really is. It is the story of, you know, it starts off with Mark Grayson as a teenager. And we get to see everything until the end. That's nice. fun. And I feel like that that is something, again, also, we don't get in comics. An ending? An ending. <gasps> no, it is true. That is true. That's the fun with independent comics, though. There's possibilities for ends. Listen, there are a lot of independent comics I still want to talk about on this show. And Invincible was just one of them. I'm I'm super excited to get the opportunity to have invincible 
as one of those like actual media things that we could talk about because it's now more than just a comic book. It's also a TV show. Yeah, um, true. I, I wish they would they would really do more independent comics. Um, as like I said, the Umbrella Academy, for example, great show, great comic. So happy to see another independence going. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy is another uh, comic that's supposed to be really good, written by Mark Millar. That's getting an adaptation for Netflix. I know nothing about it. That's I know exactly, cool. exactly. I know nothing about it either. I've never read that comic, and I'm super excited having watched that trailer. Um, and like just as excited as I was when I saw Invincible, but Invincible a little bit more because Invincible was like, oh my god, I've read this! I'm, <laughs> I'm so getting excited. the thing, finally getting um, the thing. <laughs> you know, just if you if you have any interest in other like independent comics, um, We Three is really good by Grant Morrison. Oof. I haven't we read three. it, but Woo. I had to I had to give that shout out because I was discussing that with Hacker the other day. It's real um, good. You should just read it. It's Ver- real good. Uh, it's so the short. Vertigo, one of the Vertigo imprints. Um, go read Fables. Fables is another story that I wish was adapted properly and not, you know, Once Upon a Time light. Oh, I thought you were going to be like Wolf Among Us. And I'm like, Wolf uh, Among Us was good. I Wolf mean, Among Us was real good. If, if, if we're going to talk about Brian K. Vaughn, when are we getting to Why the Last Man? Uh, I actually was going to argue, if we're going to talk uh, Brian K. Vaughn, I was going to say Saga. Saga that, is I real always good. confuse Saga and Fable for some reason. Uh, those are two very different very I know different they're books. two very different um, things. But I love Saga. Saga's really good. We need more of that um, in our world right now. Um, you know, just go, just go read some independent comics and watch some independent uh, adapted TV shows. We're getting a, we're getting a Why the Last Man TV show. Apparently, they're still Are saying we? that's still yeah, supposed for, to be for the last fifteen years. They've yeah, been saying still, that, they're saying yeah, that's that, still that Halo movie's be... coming out, and so is Metal Gear Solid, right? Woo! Woo. Oh, we're still getting a Halo TV show. Are we? Yes, from uh, Showtime, I believe. Or... Does anybody even care about Halo anymore? Oof. It's the perfect time for it to come oh, out. Ser- seriously, right? who, who else here has played Halo 5? It's terrible. Uh, yeah, no. I, how dare uh, you? John Halo's character arc is so good. John Halo is really into Halo 5. Johnny Halo. <laughs> I keep forgetting you guys love to talk to him about that way. Um, but yeah, Invincible. <laughs> go, go watch the show. Go read it. It's real good. Do it. Uh, you know, Go awesome watch story, the show. Actually completes a full arc, like multiple arcs. Um, you know, the world, the, you know, deals with the fact that the su- world of superheroes is not perfect. And, uh, you know, it touches on more realistic life stuff that happens to people that are still regular people, but are also blessed with superpowers. It's good. Go check it out. I liked it. I have to watch the show. I'm 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 happy to dive in. You should. You really should. I will. Though. All right. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com. <laughs>